This is the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup presented to you by High Five Tom and in conjunction with VFTR 2.0, all part of the amazing family of... Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Well, what up, High Flyers? What up, High Fivers? It's your boy, High Five Tom. Uh, per the usual, obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast for the better part of a year and a half, um, you know it's me. Uh, but I've got a very special guest, a friend of mine that I met at an ICW show, I think, late 2020. Uh, someone that I've come, you know, we talked a lot on social media, and we definitely give uh, hugs and high fives uh, when we see each other in person. But I've got my good friend, Mr. Germ T. Ripper. Germ, how are you today? Whoa, 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 whoa. Very excited to be here, Mr. High Five Tom. Oh, yeah, baby. You know how it goes. Oh. It's going to be a good time talking with you, Mr. Handsome, Mr. Handsome Tom over here, you know, bringing all the real, the real <laughs> deal, the real Midwest wrestling. I'm very excited to be here. You know who it is. It's your boy, Mr. G to the E to the R to the M. The T stands for the, and I'm about to rip it up in a modern way. It's your boy, Mr. Germ T Ripper. Uh, oh, yeah. Excited to be here. Excited <sighs> to be here indeed. Um, Wow, that might be the best introduction I've done so far. Um, Jerry, you really need to step up your game. I mean, the one fish, two fish shit was hilarious, but... uh. Germs definitely raised the bar here. So nice done. It's almost like you've done this before. Once or twice, baby. Once <laughs> or twice, baby. You know, I, I, I ain't new to this. I ain't new to this. This ain't my first rodeo, baby. But I'll get back. I'll bear back. I'll ride that pony. I'll do anything that gets me to a point A to point B. Ooh la la, c'est la vie. Oh, dude, I needed that laugh. Thank you, my friend. That was... That was awesome. So uh, we were talking a little bit in pre-production. I mean, I'm going to have Jerem back on for more uh, focused on him uh, and his very interesting life story in here. But we are here to talk about Powell Entertainment. Um, I will be at my first show. I know Powell's been around forever, um, you know, and they are, you know, put over here monthly on the podcast, but I've never been there. And honestly, I don't know much. Um, so basically, how did you, so I know this is, you're going to be emceeing, uh, well, obviously, there's two shows this weekend because the, the Summer Explosion, that's like the big show of the year, right, for Powell? It's one of the big shows. It's one of the big shows. It's like halfway through the year. It's a big show. You know, uh, they're going to have Swaggle there. They're going to be in there with my, my favorite tag team, my favorite Midwest tag team, Irish Pub Army. So uh, nice. I can't wait to be there. That's going to be at Bra House uh, in Lombard, Illinois. And that's gonna be a, that is gonna be a sensational show. Uh, but that's the third of June, yeah. and you know I'm doing my thing on the fourth of June, baby. And uh, so, how did you get um, like associated with Powell? First of all, I said you are emceeing, um, you know, the big show. It's a you better work show. Uh, it is the first, if I'm not mistaken, the first Pride show in Illinois history, wrestling history. That I'm not sure. Um, but if not, it's a very historic event. So it's a very um, interesting, it's an interesting tangled, uh, little web, how I got involved with pow, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, the pandemic hit, right. And I had already started going to pow shows, but I was a stand up comedian at the time. I was, you know, I love making people laugh. I love making people smile. That's kind of my jam. Uh, 
But I started coming around to the Powell shows because there wasn't much comedy going on. And I was trying to, you know, squeeze my foot through the door mm. and maybe get my, my mouth wrapped along, around the microphone and let them know what time it is with some Germ T. Ripper time. You know what I'm saying? I uh, yeah. but, but there was some more work to it. I had to work. <laughs> I had to put in that work, baby. They weren't just gonna let me. They weren't just gonna hand me a microphone. And I tried. To, I tried my best. I yeah. honestly, ooh la la. I was like, well, I sang in bands since I was sixteen. I'm a punk rock icon. I've done stand up comedy. You know, I'm all this and all that. I'm trying to sell myself. They're like, we don't care. You need to learn how to take a bump. You need mm-hmm. to learn how to run the ropes. You need to know how to set up a ring and tear down a ring. You need to pay your dues. And I was like, all right, okay, I could do this damn thing. I yeah. can do it. So, you know, I, I, I swallowed my ego. I pushed my pride aside a little bit, you know, because I know how to talk. I can talk your I could talk your face off and my face off. We'll be walking around faceless like it ain't no thing <laughs> from now on. Oh, but uh, so, yeah, I trained under the guidance of uh, Jimmy Blaze and uh, nice. the entire POW staff. They're an, uh, amazing people. You know, uh, I've had other workers come to me and they, they say, Germ, what's it like working with Jim Blaze? What is it like uh, being trained by Jimmy Blaze? And I have to be completely honest. There is no man that I've ever had the pleasure of uh, learning from that is as professional, that is so caring, that uh, is compassionate. You know, I expected through my personal life, when mm-hmm. I'm trained in something, it is a, a paramilitary situation. And if you screw up, you're getting yelled at. Your yeah. ass is grass and that boss is the man. That boss is a lawnmower, right? But that isn't <laughs> how it is in power entertainment. When you're being taught by Mr. Jimmy Blaze and everybody there, power, you know, everybody has a hand in learning and teaching. Uh, there, it, it, it is a family. It is a family and it is a beautiful thing. And I, I love power entertainment. Um, so once I did start getting some ring time and I did start grabbing that microphone and talking on that microphone, I was doing a little show in the middle of the in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. I had my own show in the show <laughs> called Ripper's Room. Where I would ah. interview one of the wrestlers and then all almost every time, I think every time actually, mm-hmm. somebody would get mad. There would be some heat. They'd run to the ring and like I'd be scared. Ooh la la, I gotta get out of here. And I roll out of the ring and then ding ding ding. There's a match going on. It's a it's a fantastic time. Um but like most people, like most people who uh live through the pandemic, which is all of us, mm-hmm. I had a little I had a little mental breakdown and I had to just take a break from everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I hated having to do that. Uh, but I did all the shows that I was booked and I kind of just drew back and, uh, you know, it was good for me. I I worked on a few other little projects here and there. I did my thing, you know, what germ T Ripper does, but then I get an email. I get, I get a Facebook message from Mr. Mateo Valentine. Nice. A few months ago. Yeah. He is the LGBTQ plus, the queer rock and roll star of uh, Chicago. You know Mateo Valentine there, Tom? I do. I do. Um, actually, listen, um, we were talking for my good, close, personal friend and former guest, uh, not on this show, Mr. Moondog Murray, and him had a banger 
uh, of a match at All Heel Wrestling. Um, and that was, you know, obviously a very historic event. I was glad to see that. But I've seen Mateo a bunch. He's starting to come up here into Milwaukee uh, for fourth wall wrestling. Um, gosh, and I, yeah, I've seen him for All Heel and one other spot. Um, yeah, Mateo's great. Um, I, I mean, from all from the interactions I've had with him, a great human being and a fuck of a performer. Dude is hilarious. It can go in the ring. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. He's not all gimmick. When it's time to go, Mateo will go, and that's what I always really respected about him. So, well, I was surprised. I was all done with wrestling personally. I got a Facebook message from Mister Mateo Valentine asking. Would I be a host? Would I be the MC for a POW Pride show? Oh my goodness gracious gravy. I was about <laughs> to go crazy and, and, and I just couldn't say no. I thought I was out and then they pulled me back in like it was the Godfather. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I couldn't say no, of course. So here we are. It's a week. We're recording this a week before the big show. Yeah. And and it was funny though because for a long time when they're producing this show, it was just going around and round that this was Pow Pride, Pow Pride, and I was like, we got to come up with something better than that. And I'm a '90s. I grew up in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I grew up in, in in the '90s when RuPaul was just getting started. Yeah. And I don't know if you were if you remember the first big hit was Supermodel of the World. Yep, and there was that hook, which he goes, "You better work." <laughs> and if you know anything about wrestling, the terminology "work" has yeah. a double entendre. You know what I'm saying? So I just, with my big noggin, and I do have a big noggin, <laughs> I twisted it around, and I said, "This show, this has got to be how entertainment presents." You better work. <laughs> and little did I know, I did not know actually. That they got Effie for this show. And I'm very excited for that. I popped. I popped big time to see that I'm going to be emceeing. I'm going to be hosting my first show from beginning to end. I'm going to be the ring announcer for this show. And we got who? Superstar of the world, Effie. Ooh la la. This is going to be a good time. This is going to be a crazy time. Everybody's going to be having fun. And I can't wait for it. It's, It's one week from today. Uh, So when this airs, it's just going to be two or three days away. Uh, It is Sunday, June 4th. It is a matinee, too. Doors are at 2 p.m. The show starts at 3 p.m. There are still second row tickets for $20 available. Yep. General admission for $15. It's going to be so much fun, you know, and and it's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Power Entertainment is for everybody. And I love that. Purely obsessive. Wrestling world, baby. Ow! Now, this might be the stupidest question I ask you all day. Is that actually what POW means? It is indeed. Oh, I love that. Yes. And, and that was one of those things. I had trained with them for months. And I didn't even know what the what the initials were, uh, stood okay. for. Yeah. And, and I stopped and I, I said, Jimmy. What does POW stand for? And he, he had to stop practice. He had to stop training and be like, turn around. He's like, does everybody know what the letters P-O-W-W stand for? And everybody's just kind of looking around like they got, they got thumbs up their bums. <laughs> we learned. We learned it was purely obsessive wrestling world. And I know if I was that trainer, 
I would have had people doing push-ups until they figured it out. Or I would yeah. have somebody running laps until they figured it out. I wouldn't just come up with it and let everybody know. Uh, but that that is the type of man he is. He wasn't he's not a hard trainer. He trains he trains uh the, the future of power entertainment, the future of Midwest wrestling. Mm-hmm. He trains them right. The compassion and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I love Pow, and I love being part of this show on June fourth. You'd better work. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a great time, baby. That is a great name, and I am proud that you're the one that came up with that. I mean, like you said, it, it just works. Um, and I always kind of one of my biggest pet peeves is like, I mean, all these wrestling federations, uh, you know, sound the same. You know, they're all W's or A's. You know, and you get the so-and-so dub chance, which still bother me because there should only be one wrestling company that ends in dub, but I'm not going to throw shade at this point. But that's a very unique name for a company, and that is awesome. I had no idea. Um, that's really cool because they've been around um, a while, haven't they? Powell's been around for – Jimmy Blaze has been doing this for a long time, hasn't he? For a real long time, baby. Like, he, he's been there. He's been there and back. You know, and this is a man that uh, – he deserves any accolades. He deserves any of the shine that he gets. You know, he's worked for decades and he deserves everything. Uh, he, all the praise that you can give him. And I, and I appreciate you having me on the show and I yeah. appreciate being able to, uh, you know, advertise, be able to let the people know about you would better work <laughs> and about power entertainment and about how exciting it is. You know, because this is going to be a good time, baby. This is going to be a real good time. Yeah, I, I'm i excited. Listen, I mean, I'm stoked that this is going to be my first Pow show, you know, in general and everything. Uh, do you know much about the card? I know the main event, but I don't know much else. Do you have, has he let you know of anything of the card? Well, I, I know that there there's a lot of, there's a lot of big show, a lot of big, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of, big uh matches coming up you know what i'm yeah. saying a lot of big matches yeah and it, you know because there's uh Haley shadows is is going to be fighting uh shelly the bombshell oh nice it's gonna okay. be uh joey joey mayberry joey mayberry uh the dad bod demigod is fighting against <laughs> uh yes you know uh he is going to be fighting my man uh meat hooks o'banion and then, oh, nice. uh, yes. And then, you know, uh, dog face boy, Greg Murray, Greg M and F Murray is yeah. taking on Mr. Unprofessional himself. Now, uh, Scott Spade, Scott Spade is not a man to be trifled with. And, yeah. you know, uh, if you've seen Scott Spade and, and Greg Murray go to war before, because they have fought before in uh, Rockford uh, oh, yeah. the Damage Inc. Yeah. And uh, that was a bloody mess. So uh, that, I'm yeah, halfway that, expecting them to come out covered with a crimson mask again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, I, I know that, there's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that that's fine, baby. What you got to say? Yeah. That, that, I mean, bloody mess um, might be an understatement, but real quick. Uh, speaking of Scott Spade, a good, close personal friend and another podcast, especially if you love Midwest wrestling. Uh, my good friend, Mr. Mike Pankow. Over at the Windy City Slam podcast. Big shout out to Mike, a big mentor of mine. And uh, so I'd like to call my friend. Did have Scott Spade on this week. Uh, so make sure I will put the link in the notes here. But make sure. Uh, and he talks a lot about this show. Uh, so yeah, so make sure you also check out that podcast also. So I just want to shout out Mike real quick um, on that. So 
And Mike is a fantastic man. Mike is a big supporter of Power Entertainment. You know, I, I love that with all my heart, baby. Yeah, yeah. Mike's a good dude. So, um, and then obviously there is a huge main event. Um, that oh I yes, think... oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. You know, Mateo Valentine taking on Effie. This could be. This could be legendary. This could be awesome. This could be beyond mind blowing. And then, uh, you know. I I like to think that uh, a big crowd please a a big draw in itself for you know it, this doesn't happen too often you know they, you got your you got your um you got your Larry Legends you got your Kirby Alexanders God, but God. now you got something else to deal with baby you got yourself a Germ T Ripper hosting this show I don't want to put myself over too much but no. ooh la la this is gonna be this is gonna be something else. Uh, this is my first time ring announcing, my first time hosting a show. But you got uh, the king of Chicago punk rock, the 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 maestro of dirty, filthy uh, comedy, and you roll it all in some indie wrestling and you throw it in a ring, and it's going to be out of this world, baby. I'm ready to rip it up in a modern way like there ain't no tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I I, I do. I do. Um, and I was glad to see that. Yeah, for, I mean, because I know front row has been low, uh, but front row is gone, so you've not gotten front row tickets yet. Uh, you know, like Jerm said earlier, second and our general mission is available. And I will put in the show links how you can hit up Mr. Blaze uh, for tickets uh, the way I did. You know, so I bought I'm, I'm, um, I said I'm the kind of guy like if I'm going to drive that far, I'm definitely going to buy tickets in advance. I like to know that my seat's there. Uh, so I will share that with everything. So that's awesome. This is, this is going to be a big deal. I think, you know, this is going to be one of those moments in in history when we look back you know, not to kind of blow up everyone's spot, but it's, it's a little bit bigger than wrestling, if you know what I'm saying. Um, obviously, you know that more than I do, you know, for sure. But I, I'm really excited. I'm really glad you're on here to, you know, share this. And I'm really glad, you know, somebody that I know is going to be emceeing. I mean, I, I can't imagine I'm not going to hit the floor like three or four times laughing because they've already done it on this conversation. So, man, oh, man, oh, man, that is what I love to do. If I can't make a man laugh, if I can't make a woman laugh, if I can't make a person laugh, I ain't doing my job right, baby. That's where that's where I'm at. And and for those of you who are not familiar with uh, Bra House in Lombard, Illinois, uh, they have only just started doing wrestling events and, okay. and boxing events and things of that nature. Uh, oh. Before this, uh, you know, the last two times that I've been there, man, I saw uh, the Dead Boys. I saw the Dead Boys there. Yeah, I no opened shit. for the Dead Boys there. I opened for the Dead Boys there, baby. No shit. Uh, with, my, with my band, the Modern Day Rippers. But that's beside the point. But, right. So I saw the Dead Boys there. I saw the briefs there. And before that, the last time I'd been there, guess who I saw? I don't know. Agnostic Front. No shit. Yes, it was a crazy show. Agnostic Front was going crazy. Everybody was going nuts. My old fat ass was stage diving and crowd surfing. It was insanity. I love it. I, I'm a big fan of the Bra House in Lombard, Illinois. And I'm so excited to have Power Entertainment there. And I didn't even mention, before the show, if you get there early enough, we're having a big drag show. That's right. We're opening the wrestling show with a drag show, baby. This is going to be a pow pride that's going to be setting a precedent for, for, the, for the future of pow pride entertainment. We're going to have you better work 
going for year after year after year, baby. This ain't this ain't gonna stop. This is a full train, boop boop, steam mm. ahead. You know what I'm saying? Now is that so? If you get there when doors open at two, is the drag show gonna be at two until, or is it even be before two o'clock? Just for someone that's that's traveling down, I want to make sure I get there on there in time. I'm pretty sure you get there at two when doors open. You're gonna be able to enjoy all the show. Okay. Perfect. So, dude, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be a drag show. Wow, this is getting better by the moment, my friend. So, and right. uh, I had to chuckle, um, you know, that you said you saw Agnostic Front because um, you and I have actually seen Agnostic Front and Sick of It All uh, together. Um, although we didn't know both of us were going to said show. God, was that already a year ago? Yeah, it was, it was before. I'm pretty sure it was before uh, the last Insane Eight. Oh yeah, because it was it like me. So yeah, yeah. Um, because I, yeah, I was, I could not talk for a fucking week. I was hoarse. It was awesome. I, I definitely felt like a kid again. Um, I do love Agnostic Front. Sick of it all is. I mean, obviously this is a wrestling podcast, and we'll save most of this talk for later. But sick of it all. I mean, I've got a sick of it all tattoo. Um, is definitely kind of my jam. Uh, but I just like kind of funny. So you saw Agnostic Front in that building, huh? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And it was wild. It was crazy. I know one of my good friends got thrown out that night. So I didn't, I actually didn't see most of Agnostic Front show that night. (laughs) I didn't see most of their set because I was outside with my friend. You know, uh, I want to make sure he was okay. Because that's what happens with punk rockers. You know, you get a little drinky poos in you and you might go a little wild. I'm glad I'm sober now. So none of that's possibly going to happen with me. Yeah, and obviously shout out to Roger. Um, you know, him beating cancer and everything was was awesome. Uh and it looked really good. Um, you uh, know, yeah, and, and... I was surprised, baby. I was surprised when you saw that man, he didn't look weak, he didn't look frail, he looked like he was on top of the world, uh, when we saw him at Cobra Lounge, you know. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I love Agnostic Front, but like you said, when sick of it all, when sick of it all takes a stage, that's it. That's where it's at. You know, I've been a fan of sick of it all since I was since I was a youngin', since I was like uh, barely in high school. Yeah, it was a wild time. Wild times indeed. Yeah, we were very lucky for uh, music, especially hardcore and punk. '92 was a very good year. Um, you know, obviously with um, oh my god, why am I spacing? But obviously, just look around came out from Sick of It All. Uh, Urban Discipline came out, and uh, oh my god, the AF album that came out. Oh my god, this is really embarrassing. It wasn't Victim of Pain. It was a uh, the legendary one. One would gotta gotta go on it. Yeah. Uh. Shit. Well, we'll save that for our next time I, I have you on for a, a non-wrestling thing. So, yeah, because all the wrestling people might either really marking the fuck out right now or like, what the fuck are these crazy guys talking about? Like, just check out Agnostic Front. That's all you got to say. It'll change your life. If you're not already hip to it, I don't know what to tell you. But um, I would tell you, I think that a lot of a lot of wrestling fans and a lot of punk rock fans overlap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like, you know, I, I do a horror movie podcast we call Real Vile, and I think that that overlaps a lot, too. Yep. Especially since, you know, my co-hosts from Real Vile uh, are, uh, are the owners and producers of Ruthless Pro Wrestling. So, yeah. you know, it definitely overlaps there. Uh, it's, a, it's just an exciting world when all of your worlds combine into one beautiful world. Yeah, it, it's really awesome. I mean, it's like, like you said, in a... Um... You know, I've got, I've got some friends that I've met through ICW, and it turns out there uh, he used to be uh, the bass player for my buddy Dan's band, Burning Suns. My buddy Dan over at Rushmore Records up here in Bayview, uh, but he used to play in Speed Freaks. I don't know if you knew the Speed Freaks back in the day. 
um, up here, Milwaukee Legends and everything. But like you said, it's really cool. Uh, my buddy Joe was actually the MC host for the beginning of Metal Fest this weekend, um, which is really cool for Jamie Hatebreed. So like you said, yeah, the the synergy really does make me happy. You know, for you know, for kids like I would never call myself really a, like a hardcore kid like on the streets, but definitely a fan. Um, you know, I, I've helped promote a couple shows back in the day, you know, helped friends with fanzines and whole kid caboodle. But I want to say like I was in in the scene, but really just the DIY aspect of independent music slash hardcore and punk and in, indie wrestling. I mean, cannot be understated. You know? Do you ever pop when uh, one of your in the, when you're a fan of an indie wrestler and they come out to like a punk rock or garage rock or hardcore song that you know, but not everybody's gonna know that song. Do you ever pop when that happens? Because I know it happens to me, baby. Oh, dude, I I pop all. Actually, one. It's funny you say that. One. It's the only time I've uh, I've um I've heard this song, but uh the Pitbulls out of Michigan. I know they're they're kind of retirement, but uh, they came out to Ice Pick the Jamie Josta um. Scarhead slash Ice T uh, song. I was like, "What the fuck am I listening to right now?" So I was like, "And it was an, it was an obscure Ice Pick song too." I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I love shit like that. So I know a, a big one for me is uh, you know Cole Radrick. He comes mm-hmm. out to he comes out to "All My Friends Are Dead" by Turbo Negro, and the first time I saw that uh, on IWTV. I popped at home. I was like, oh, my goodness gracious gravy. What Turbo Yugen does this man belong to? And I don't think he belongs to a Turbo Yugen, which is the fan club for Turbo mm-hmm. Negro, if you didn't know. Yeah. I'm part of Turbo Turbo Yugen uh, House Harkonnen is mine, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Oh, So, yeah, somebody signed that man up for a Turbo Yugen uh, if he's coming out to a Turbo Negro song. And now, even when I see him at non-deathmatch events, I pop for that song, I dance, and I I cheer, and, you know, I get all hyped up. And it's always good to see Mr. Cole Radrick, uh, you know. I I love that he works a lot of local events, you know, with freelance wrestling and uh, things of that nature. Good man. That's a good man right there, baby. Yeah, he was... Yeah, he was just back up in uh, when GCW ran Lapeka Lounge, which was fucking crazy because that place holds maybe 50 people. Um, and that's asses to elbows. So that was a really awesome. It was definitely one of those shows where you're like, you got to be there. Um, but I, I really, am. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I really wish I had gone to that show, baby, because, you know, um, that was one of the last chances I probably would have had to see. Uh, one of my friends, one of your friends, one of everybody's friends that is into independent wrestling in the Midwest or hell, even all over the country, uh, Mr. Piss Jug Mike. Yeah. And uh, I regret not going to that show because I, you know, it would have been one of the last times I would have got to see him. And he was, he was a splendid fella. He was a, a nice guy. And, you know, he's one of those guys I like to talk to. I like to hug. He, he, he'd make it outrageous. He'd make it crazy. And he, he, you know, he always loved a good time. And yeah, I'm uh, was... hats off RIP to Mr. Piss Jug, Piss Jug Mike. Yeah, that was a that was a hard one, especially as quick um, as all had happened. You know, um, you know, we'll definitely kind of. I've talked about it a, a little bit. Um, you know, I you probably knew Mike a little bit better than I do, but my good friend Mr. Bucky, uh, if you ever been to an ICW show and you see a guy that's like six seven, uh, tatted and everything, looks like he belongs at Destro. That's uh, that's definitely Bucky. Bucky's a great dude, so shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, it kind of gave me a little, I don't want to say the skinny, but just, I mean, yeah, that was so sudden. And like you said, such a genuine, 
um, crowd, you know, all of a sudden, I've really, it's really cool because Kurt, I'm sorry, Dysfunction, I don't mean to throw people's legal names out there, uh, has inducted him into the ICW um, Hall of Fame, so he will be inducted uh, at the Insane Eight, um, which is well, well deserved, but ICW's done a, a definitely a great tradition of uh, the overhear chant for Mike, every show, no matter what happens, so yeah, that's pretty cool, so that was that was a hard one for, for our community, for sure. So. Yeah, it was cool to see GCW inducted the inducted him into their Hall of Fame too. You know, that's that's a yeah. real big deal to see a fan uh, inducted to any Hall of Fame because that ain't that ain't really a, a typical thing in the world of wrestling. In the world of independent wrestling, is to see a, a fan uh, inducted to any Hall of Fame. So that is really exciting. Yeah, because I mean, he went over. The, I mean, he you'd see him at GCW. I ran into him uh, when I was at a GCW show versus the World. Uh, in Hammerstein Ballroom, you know, we're both in New York, you know, we're both Midwest kids, so that was really cool. So, yeah, that was uh, that was a tough one, man. So, shout out to Mike. Um, you know, you will definitely be missed for sure. So, absolutely, man. That that just thinking about Piss Jug Mike, I would have loved to have seen him at this show. I would have loved to have seen him this Sunday, uh, June fourth, three p.m. at You Better Work. I know that he would have a blast. You know what I mean? Because it's gonna be. Uh, a lot. Of, it's gotta be a lot of fun between the drag show, an yep. amazing card uh, of great local and international workers doing their thing, and then of course my debut. I know that he would be then there. He would be enjoying himself, and and it's sad to see him not there. But I know that you're gonna be there, yep. and I know that a lot of a lot of Midwest people are gonna be there. And, you know, there might be some surprises. There might be, you know, who knows what's going to happen. You know, this is the first Power Entertainment Pride show. It is called You Better Work. And, baby, it's going to be working all day long. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I sure do. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know, and unfortunately, the wife will be coming back from Taylor Swift the night before. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure I'll be out and about for a while. So, and roughly... You know, this is really kind of embarrassing for someone that goes to Chicago. I don't want to say quite often, but often enough. But Lombard's kind of what southwestish geographically. Yeah, yeah. it's a little southwest. Okay, so that nice little suburb. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it there. Um, when did you see AF there? I know we keep going back to that, but and yet roughly. I want to say it was it was before the pandemic. It was before I got sober, and I've been sober for four and a half years now. Okay, so this is recently uh, then. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. You know I mean? It was a great show. It was a great time. Uh, I, I know the Beer Nuts opened. Uh, oh, nice. I don't remember who else was on the bill, but you know the Beer Nuts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if you are a fan of the Beer Nuts, if you've ever seen the Beer Nuts, you know that beer gets thrown by the caseloads <laughs> from the stage onto the crowd, and it is a messy crazy good time baby it's like goodness gracious gravy we're going beer crazy <laughs> yeah so that place they have boxing and then i mean and wrestling the whole i mean i know they just started doing wrestling but i didn't know it's such like a multi-purpose venue so that's awesome yeah they just started branching out doing all kinds of things you know what i'm saying uh i know that they did have a neil diamond cutter was there recently he nice. did a thing with um he did. A, he did a match. You know, they did some deathmatch stuff. Uh, Larry Legend even emceed there. So nice. you know, it, okay. it's building a reputation. People are doing shows there. It, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be a place to be at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm really excited. And like I said, I have not met Jimmy Blaze in person, but the interactions I had with him. I uh, talking about this. I am a fan. Everything you said. 
Uh, so hopefully I get to give him a high five in person. So I want to shout out him for, uh, for doing this list. And I mean, it's obviously a little bit different, but man, I'm fucking excited. Um, and like you said, Effie's going to be in the fucking building. I mean, I've seen Effie a couple times. Uh, he is part of one of my favorite stables. He is part of the second gear crew. Uh, so shout out to my boy, Mance Warner and that whole crew. So, um, Effie's a good time, man. This is, I'm really, really excited. So I know I probably said that 10 times, so. But I mean, you can say it ten more times, and it's gonna be legit until you can't quit. Yeah. Uh, him versus Mateo Valentine, and I know that there are some people that are not gonna be familiar with Mister Mateo Valentine, but he 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 can work like nobody else, and you know yeah. he she they whatever you whatever pronouns you want to call Mateo, he's okay with it because he's gonna work. He's yeah. gonna put on a big show, and it's gonna be a real good time. I can't wait. You know, I've been getting, I've been real cool and calm and collective about it, but uh, my outfit still hasn't shown up. I ordered, I ordered Ooh. a special outfit for the night, and I ordered it in late April, and it still hasn't shown up. And I'm contacting the company, and they still, oh, they're, yeah, they're like, we're sorry that uh, your package hasn't arrived, but uh, it says that it was delivered. So now I'm like, damn, I gotta order another another outfit. Oh shit! So hopefully I can find. I think I found something very similar, but it's about double the price. <laughs> oh well, uh, yeah, go. Figure, but you gotta right? make it work, right? You gotta yeah. make it work. Yeah, yeah. Do mean, a whole. You better work. That's awesome. So and I listen when I I figured the name. I'm like I did drew right to it. I'm like ah that yeah that it jelly said it just fits like the kids like to say. So nice. Well, well, well uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure that, like, it wasn't something bland. It, it wasn't something, you know, I wanted something people are going to remember. So when when I came up with You Better Work and I, and I pitched it to Mateo and I pitched it to Jimmy and they, they said, that's smart. Let's go with that. Let's make it work. Let's get You Better Work. Let's make that flyers. Let's put that on the jam. And they they use that. I was very proud of that. I was very proud to come up with the name for the big yeah. pride show. You know, and it's gonna be it's gonna be big. It's gonna be crazy. And I'm very excited to branch out uh Power Entertainment's yeah. audience because there are gonna be people coming to the show that have never come to a Power Entertainment show. They'll probably never come to a wrestling show for that matter, but they're coming out because it's gonna be something different. Yeah. You know, because you can go to a bar, you can go to a pride uh uh parade or uh you know, but a pride wrestling show that is kind of rare. Yeah. I know that there, there's probably been one or two throughout the history of Illinois, but it's not a regular thing. Yeah, you know, Power Entertainment, they're stepping outside and they're saying everybody is welcome at Power Entertainment, and yeah. I so do love that. So yeah. when they asked me, do we be a part of that? Host it, MC it, do the ring announcing? Ooh la la! I could not <laughs> say no. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm sorry, baby. No, it's gonna be. But... It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, and um, this might be a little too inside baseball. And if you don't know or can't tell me, but is Mateo helping uh, Jimmy Blaze book this show? Then, do you know? Um, you know, he he's had a, he had a big big hand in it, of course. You awesome. know, he's That's... producing. I, I think what you what he referred to it as is he's he's helping produce the show that's awesome so, you know it's a, a a good portion of it is power entertainment's regular roster but right. then you know they're reaching out to the lgbtq workers uh that are midwestern 
or, you know, especially like the headlining fella, Effie, you know, internationally yeah. bringing in international talent, you know, that is an amazing thing. So, yeah, Mateo and Jimmy have worked really hard at this. You know, everybody at Power Entertainment has worked really hard at this. And I am I feel blessed. I feel like very much. I feel a huge amount of joy, yeah. almost a euphoric feeling uh, being a part of this experience, because this is not going to be something people walk away from and be like, oh, yeah, I saw a wrestling show. They got to be like, that was historic. That yeah. was something I've never seen before. And that that's going to be part of, you know, this, June is Pride Month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The pride, pride, gay pride history and, you know, acceptance, inclusion, representation, mm-hmm. and all that jazz uh, and everybody being welcome, everybody representing themselves, being yeah. themselves. And when you walk away from you better work, you're going to realize that you are a part of history. And that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Are they selling shirts? I mean, that'd be a sweet fucking shirt. So I don't know if they're doing shirts or not, but. I really hope so, because yeah. I thought about making Germ 2 Ripper shirts and say you better work on them. Uh, I kind of uh, dropped the ball on that because it's a week away. I don't think I have time to work up a design and get them printed up. But Well, uh, if if you do for uh, You Better Work 2 um, or any time, I would definitely buy one for you, from you, for sure. Uh, so let me know. Even if, even if it's after the show, I would definitely love to wear that around, out and about. So That's good to know, baby. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with... Um, if you're familiar with the band Gita from from Italy? No. It's kind of like a Bovo rock band, uh, very glam rock influenced. But anyways, they have a very like a uh, uh, roller skating, uh, soccer sort of influenced uh, aesthetic to their okay. shirt designs and their album designs. And so I was thinking that um, I was going to do something like that, have a picture of me in the middle, but then like have some like rainbows and stars, like very seventies, very glam rock. Yeah. So if I get this done, I might, I might still, I'm thinking about it. I'm still thinking about getting it done. You know, so germ T ripper, like big bubbly seventies <laughs> glam rock letters, have a picture of me in the middle and then down below. say so you better work. Cause I'm going to be saying that a whole bunch on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. So well, high fivers and high flyers, make sure you do, um, you know, follow my good friend, Mr. Germ T Ripper here on the social medias. And if you want a shirt, hit him up. I will. De- yeah. The second you put him out, man, count me in. I uh, just hit me up. I will send you money probably 30 seconds later. And uh, yeah, we're good to go. Um, but yeah, before we pull the train into the station, is there anything else you wanted to put over about the show? Obviously, we're very excited. I'm, you know, proud to do this is my first show. Uh, you know, I know this means a lot to people. Like I said earlier, that means a lot to me. But is there anything else uh, that you wanted to put over real quick here? Man, oh yeah. man, oh man. You know, I'm just out here trying to, trying to, I'm just a squirrel in your world trying to get a <laughs> nut. You know what I'm trying to say, baby? Um, okay. <laughs> I, I'm out here. Uh, I, I got the real vile podcast doing the horror stuff. Yep. I do a lot of writing. I've had 11 short stories published through St. Rooster books. You know, if you, if you want to d- deep dive, uh, I sang for modern day rappers, the rotten fruits, modern day rippers were like a seventies punk band. Rotten fruits were a sloppy queer punk band. And I also sang for the brick wall vultures and the short timers, which were oi street punk, uh, hardcore bands, right here in Chicago. So I've been all over the map and back, Jack. You know, I did my stand-up comedy. Uh, I, I, you know, I played rugby. I, I I worked drag shows in drag. 
Yeah. My name was Miss Vaginal Sores. Man, I've done everything. You know why I do everything is because if I if I get an idea in my head, I don't just sit back and go, oh, that's a nice idea. I get down to it. I get down to the nitty gritty and I start doing the ditty ditty. You know what I'm saying? I get oh. things done. If I yeah, want to he... do something, I do it. I just sit down and I do it or I'll get up there and I get outside and I do it. That's how life is. My 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 philosophy on life is you set goals and you achieve them. That is the meaning of life for me, baby. Because that that's all you got. You got you, you got me, you got all of us, but you gotta make it work. Yep. So you better better work. Um oh, that's a great segue. Oh my, that was beautiful. Um, and, and like I said, you know, do check out uh, Visionaries Global Media for my other podcast. I am definitely going to have Jerm on uh, for more uh, of his story. I'm, I, you know, you've got me kind of wrapped around my finger here. I am intrigued. Um, I knew a little bit, uh, but we'll do definitely a deep dive into, you know, your story with everything. Um, but Jerm, my friend, I will see you Sunday for sure. Uh, I'm really, really excited. Uh, but yeah, check out all the links in the show here. I will put the um, all Jerm social media on there. I will put all the links so I can get tickets for the show. Um, and all the people that you need to check out. If you, um, let's say, if this is your first wrestling show, like Jerm said, you know, people that you can kind of investigate a little bit. Like I said, Effie is, I mean, I, I can't understand. Him. He's, he's a fucking legend. He's an internet, the international superstar is not hyperbole. That's legit. Um, Mateo is an up and comer. Um, unless I'm a good dog, Moon Dog Murray's going to, well, the, sorry, the dog faced boy will be there. Uh, you know, Shelly Benson, it's, it's going to be a great time. So, but Jerm, my friend, um, I will see you Sunday. All right, brother. I want us want to say keep it creepy, keep it spooky, and rip it up in a modern way, baby. Because it's Germ T Ripper all day, every day. Ow! <laughs> this has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. <laughs>